with Jess. Hey, everyone. And Mama Kay. Hello, everybody. And tonight we're doing a new Netflix film, I Care A Lot. I Care A Lot. Probably getting plastered all over your uh, top top tens of the week. It jumped up there, I think, somewhat somewhat surprisingly. I don't know if people were expecting this to be uh, popular, but uh, I saw the trailer on there. Heard it talked about in some of my movie communities. Looked like something I'd be interested in, and uh, I was like, all right, new, time to bring it to the show. What did you guys, uh, did you guys hear anything about this beforehand? Nothing. <laughs> I I saw that it was a hard push for the Golden Globe, and apparently that worked. So I think it's probably going to get even more traction now that Rosamund Pike has a Golden Globe for it. So yeah, Rosamund Pike, the lead actress in this, got a Golden Globe win for this role. Uh, I don't know if it's. I think it's also Oscar eligible, so we'll see if it also goes there. I don't. I think Golden Globes Oscars are have diverged a little more over the last several years, and. Uh, I, I saw the gold. I didn't watch the Golden Globes, but I saw the nominees. I was like, Oof. some of these, some of these. Yeah, it was rough. Picks, some of these picks were not the comedy musical section is no. uh, was particularly barren this year. But no. uh, yeah, yeah, not really important because it's the Golden Globes. No one really cares about that. I care a <laughs> lot. Poised with shark-like self-assurance, Marla Grayson is a professional court-appointed guardian for dozens of elderly wards whose assets she seizes and cunningly bilks through dubious but legal means. But when their mark turns out to have an equally shady secret of her own, Marla is forced to level up in a game only predators can play. Good. Mm. So, if you haven't seen I Care A Lot, it's on Netflix, getting solid, critical, some mixed user scores, so we'll talk about that, uh, and uh, yeah, it's it's getting pushed right now, so any interest on Netflix, I Care A Lot, we're going to spoil it now. We rate things here at Films with Women in My Life based on four criteria, and those are the plot, the characters, the visual and sound, and the overall resonance and feel of the movie. Marla Grayson is a Massachusetts con artist. She is a guardian. For those who don't know, they uh, there are people who uh, are generally elderly that can't always take care of themselves, and they don't always have people uh, in their family or otherwise uh, that can take care of them when they uh, either have mental in- instabilities or physical limitations so there are times when the state will appoint guardianship uh to uh kind of third party people and uh marla grayson's one of those but she is one that uh really pushes people who uh don't really need guardians so that she can take their shit legally she has uh the doctors and lawyers and uh people and uh old folks home presidents or managers or whatever all on her on her under the table payroll, it seems, and uh, they do little schemes to trick old people into losing all their stuff. Uh, and Marla has her own agency, and she she has an assistant, also her girlfriend, and they get this new uh, this new woman who is a cherry, as they describe, so a uh, wealthier, single, no family uh, Mark, and that is Jennifer. And uh, they're going to try to take her stuff, and it's going well for them in the beginning. But then you find out that Jennifer knows some people, uh, one of whom is Peter Dinklage, who is a very shady, uh, big wig, money, mafiosa kind of guy. And he is uh, very interested in getting her out of the nursing home that she's been put in. And so it's going to be a battle of some very shady bad people who are trying to get one over on each other that's 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 the general plot there's also some regular a couple of small nice people on the peripherals that get hurt 
but most of the main <laughs> characters are in some way villainous and doing things that are hurting others. So um, that's enough to start, yeah. I think. What do you think of this plot? Uh, let's give Jess the floor. Jess, what do you think of this? Ooh, yeah, Jess, go. Do it. Um, okay, so I'm going to start off saying the plot has a lot of potential. If you read the synopsis or whatever Brennan just said, it sounds like <laughs> it should be a good movie. It's creative. It's like, I don't know, some antics in it. It has a, a cool idea. I haven't heard of anything like this before. It should be cool. However, it is not. I oh. <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't a movie for me, and I know it is because it is a mix of like drama and comedy, and those are so hard to mesh together. I think Jordan Peele is the only one who can mix together like comedy and thriller, and he does that really well. This just seems cheap to me. It just seems like a movie someone wanted to make. It was a drama. They obviously wanted to add some flair, so they made it kind of funny, but I don't think it was that effective and... I I don't think it was that great. But the plot, however, I think is probably the strongest part because, um, again, it's creative. I like the idea. Uh, It's just the way it executed was not for me. So I'm going to be generous and probably give... I'll give it a 3-5 and be nice. Okay, that's where we're starting off with the plot. What do you uh, you think about okay? Jess is starting off nice. That's nice good to be nice right none of these people are nice uh none of these people are good <laughs> at five minutes in honestly i was like i might vomit during this movie because it is just so uh reprehensible what the plot line revolves around so then i had to make the executive decision to take myself out of the fact that this is a totally horrible awful thing to do to people and then just start watching a movie so that's what I did and it plays better that way for me because otherwise I was you know I'm I'm, I'm the elder of the bunch here and I'm afraid that Brennan's taking like copious notes during this thinking okay uh these are the kind of things that I need to do to make sure that my mom looks insane next year so um I, he's laughing because it's true um, how did you We'll get to it in a second. <laughs> Uh-oh. See, Nicole probably is on the side right now laughing because she has the packet of notes. So um, <laughs> I agree with Jess pretty wholeheartedly on everything she said. I think that this was an interest, a very interesting um, take on a plot. I The execution is bad. So I'm thinking it's the writing that's bad because I think the actors really did good job with what they had but it wasn't enough for me to like I want as much as I wanted to dislike this movie I wanted to like this movie more because the actors were working so hard for their characters I also think that the actors play especially Rosamund Pike and um, Peter Dinklage played two characters that we already know them for so um, that's helpful in in driving driving the plot along that you can that this can be believable i guess is what it is there's so many people that have to be involved for this plot to make sense um that that's what makes it a little unbelievable for me that you've got this judge that's like the dopiest judge that exists and he is apparently the only judge in you know boston's family court system and he's all like you're right this lady seems crackers you're now her guardian so um (laughs) Things like that were a little annoying and, and how they had to kind of rely on that a little bit. So 
I do sort of like the plot the best of this movie as well, and I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Jess and do a three five. Uh, I'm around where you guys are on the plot, but it's also one of my least favorite parts about this movie. I absolutely love this movie a lot. It's fantastic. I want to watch it again. Help Wait, me. what? Help. It's fantastic. What? It's so wonderful. This is a movie made for me. This is so good. I oh. I had such an enjoyable. <laughs> Nicole actually was watching with it, me, not like fully. She had her headphones on, but then she, when the the scene where Rosamund Pike takes Jennifer from her house into the home, like just that whole like five minute process, she like was like, I can't watch this, and then she left yep. the room. Okay, for the good. Rest yeah, of the I was movie, gonna say. Yep. I thought for a second you were gonna say she was laughing too, but thank God. She no, is she on was not. She was side. like, "You are a lonely man." <laughs> hey, the main character, the main character doing this is a woman. So you know, I'm just saying. She, the, 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 she, it's it's not a it's not a gendered thing here. I I am cheering. I'm cheering for both of them. I, I the, for both the these main people and the ending when we get there. I I really love the ending. Even even though there's a denouement, there's a little extra thing that happens at the end that kind of ties it back to the full thing. And eh, it's not my favorite thing, but it's 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 okay. But Oh, I had such a fun time watching this. I laughed so much. I had a smile on my face the whole time. I read this is based on a New York Times article about the real people. Like this isn't based on a. It's a more of a composite, but there was yeah. uh, a lot of stories of how this really happened. And it's like a. Oh, it, it's a, it's like a, almost a like an essay. It's a really long article, which I highly recommend on New York Times. Uh, this is based on, and I read the whole thing. I was, and I was looking. I was like. How much do these people make in real life? Like all they needed was like this one accredit accreditation, and they they could go do this. I'm like, and Mom, they, okay, you might be right. And I'm I, a, I, she I'm 100 right, Jess. I'm glad was, this is I was now looking recorded up. for posterity's sake. Oh yeah, I, then I look. Lo- then I looked up and saw that people who do, who aren't like predatory like this don't make that much money. So I'm like, oh, okay, well, I, I just of don't. Of course have the, they I don't. don't. I, oh my god. The, well, I don't have the work ethic to do it like she did. If if I were better, I wouldn't. I would not. I would have switched this off the schedule so that there would be no recording of this and be like, oh yeah, I never even heard of that movie. Um, it's wonderful. Uh, the plot. The plot. If we're talking about the movie. The plot. Uh, when we get to there's the showdown between Rosamund Pike and Peter Dinklage, and after that, we have a pretty long stretch before we get back to something interesting for me. Uh, plot. There's a couple like, of showdowns. Which ones are you talking about? The first one. No, the ones where they they're face to face in like a construction site. Oh, okay. The first, yeah, the first one. They have a they have a second showdown. Sure. Okay. Yeah, they have they they meet each other several more times. But you think after that showdown that right, you, you're not you're not really sure how this is going to go after that happens. And it's after that one, uh, all the way up until I guess they see each other again. It that was just a little too long. This is like a two hour movie. It could have used a haircut in that there for 10, 15 minutes. And then, then it would have been like, like super tight. Cause that first hour, I am just singing along with all this. Oh, it's so good. Uh, I'll talk about the characters here. I, I have more praises to sing about this. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm only at a three, five for the plot, uh, as opposed to a generous three, five. So, Wow. The characters. <laughs> Such a good movie. I love this wow. movie. Uh, the characters in this, Rosamund Pike is Marla, and her assistant slash girlfriend is Fran. Uh, Roman Lunyov, who I guess we learned that's his name later, is Peter Dinklage, the uh, the Russian mob boss. Uh, Chris Vicenna is Dean Erickson, who's a swarmy smarmy lawyer that shows up at one point who Alicia almost Witt's seems the- like the best like the one with the most character that's so strange but yeah okay oh you see you like him oh, okay well, well. no i didn't uh, Ali- 
<laughs> say that. He's from like a different movie. He's he, he's he's uh, he fits he he's doesn't quite fit in with everyone else as well as I yes, think. Yes, he does not. Alicia Witt is Doctor Karen Amos. Uh, what else? Jennifer Peterson. That's Diane West's character. West Weiss West's character. Uh, Judge Lomax. Feldstrom yeah, is making. Feldstrom is making Blair, so he's the guy at the beginning who uh, gets thrown out. He's the one. He's one of the many victims of Marla, who he comes back at the end. And Damian Young plays Sam Rice, who's in charge of the facility, uh, the the old folks' home. So that's all of our principals and uh, our biggest side characters. What do you think of these characters, Mom K? Uh, they're just range from terrible to awful to really awfully stupid and uh i mean we're forgetting his henchmen who were i mean especially his the the cab driving guy was pretty um important to driving the plot oh yeah um, character yeah 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 i i think that the people who played the characters did a really good job playing the characters i just really disliked them so much that it was you know, I you're sitting there watching this movie and you're going, who am I supposed to be rooting for? I'm not rooting for anyone. You're rooting, rooting for, you know, um, Jennifer, Diane Weiss character for a while. Actually, I'm rooting for her the whole time. And she has some really great lines. Like she calls yeah, her good. out. Yeah, she's really good. And she she does a great job uh, calling her out. And, and that was one of my favorite scenes, actually, is when her and Rosamund Pike were having that conversation in, when she first when they're first dragging her up really big in the, in the um, convalescent hospital. And she is just, you know, she's on drugs and she's high, but she is just like full of her faculties. And you can tell that she's a badass woman and she's not going to let this happen, even though she doesn't really have a choice, but she's like, and then later on when she comes around and, you know, does the chokehold on her, I was like, yes, choke her out. Um, (laughs) And I don't know that that's, you know, that's usually not the kind of thing I say in a movie. So Rosamund Pike's character, again, I think it's it's so believable because of, I mean, this is so reminiscent of Gone Girl for her, where she's two different types of people. She has a face that's to the front, and then just the rest of her is just a maniacal, awful, terrible, reprehensible person that shouldn't be alive um uh, let's take and a then, this drink. God, she's great and got like i, I love her she character great. Gone girl no i like her character too though like she's like the second my second favorite rosemont pike character behind this one yeah but when you're saying that it's your favorite character i mean could you actually imagine yourself having like a life parallel to this person like having this person in your life would be a fucking nightmare that's not how i grade character i grade characters on how how much they entertain me on the screen not if i want to be friends with them or like have them around me (laughs) but none of this is entertaining for me and maybe jess can back me up here like this whole because of the premise of this movie it's just like being predatory on kids animals and old people no that's those are all hard passes in my life so when you have movies that are based on that I'm I'm not I'm not there. These these are they play their characters well and I can appreciate that, but I don't have any like I all of that just makes me want to vomit. So it's and it's hard because and I'm not sure, yeah. Uh, there it characters are two. All right, Jess. I think the reason why I dislike this movie has nothing to do with the morals. If a movie is has bad morals, it doesn't mean I dislike it. Um, okay, so you're in the middle here, so that's good. Well, no, no, I definitely dislike it, but it's I'm not 
morally dis- dislike it. I have right. other reasons. I just think it's cheaply done and just not fun to watch. So my two favorite characters, my only favorite characters are Marla and um, Jennifer Peterson. Those are the only two I really like. I think Fran is pretty useless. She has not much of a job. And again, yeah. I don't like the villains because they try to be funny and it's just not funny to me. And that I hate that. What I hate the most about this movie, the number one thing I hate, <laughs> is that Marla and Alexi have the same haircut, the same hairstyle. I don't know why, but that pissed me off so much because it's an awful uh-huh. hairstyle. And they both have it. Same color, everything. They could probably have shared the same wig and you wouldn't even notice. Um, huh. I don't, I don't know. That's something I picked up on. Uh, Maybe I, I should mean, talk Martin. about it more in visual and sound, like the cosmetology <laughs> of this, or the costume design was terrible. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> um, no, but the other the other characters didn't really do much for me. Like I, I like Marla's go-getting, power-hungry forceful character like she's fine and she's a great actress i loved her in um gone girl and i recognized her immediately when i saw her and then but yeah why can't Heather... she use her power for good and not evil i mean because there's no money in good right i yeah, know but that's <laughs> well we you get from her that. opening speech she's that's, like no one's a lesson. good person you're either you're either rich and smart or you're poor and stupid there's no good people. Okay, there's only rich people. Yeah. And you, already you're like, I don't believe in that. that. There, there's some good think... rich people and some more bad people. So it's not that black and white. That was you. <laughs> yeah, I could tell. Jess, <laughs> I feel attacked on so many levels. <laughs> so many I'm levels. very surprised that you like this, by the way. Um, Me? And yeah, I, I, I don't oh, like no. the villains. And I, I don't like her, like, kind of sidekicks, like the doctor or, like, the, the secretary guy or, like, her little friends are in on it. I think they don't have a big purpose and they're not funny. And the whole purpose then was to be funny, but it, it was not effective to me. Yeah, that's um, not your style of humor. I, I kind of realized that pretty quick on. I was like, oh, uh, they just going to find these people. It reminded <laughs> me of, like, the It's a Disaster where, like, those people you didn't find funny, really. I don't even and remember I find them that super... movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah anyway. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm still going to hold it to a three because Marla and Jennifer were that good. Everyone else just, um, was not. Uh, yeah, I, Rosewood Pikes, this is my favorite performance of hers. I've seen her in a lot of things. Um, and this is like her playing to her strengths and just absolutely crushing. Peter Dickledge's character reminded me of his character from Elf where he's in the boardroom. Yes, absolutely. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Which is a super small, he's in like, that's his only scene, I'm pretty sure, in that movie. And like, uh, watching those, these two, (laughs) watching Gone Girl and Elf Manager fight for for the majority of the movie is really enjoyable. And I I like a lot of the side characters mostly because a lot of them are character actors that I like from other things like Alicia Whitson, David Lynch stuff, Damian Young's from Californication, which is a show I love, making Blairs and a bunch of indie comedies and dramas that I really like. So all of like the side characters are people I already know from other things and I like that everyone's kind of a, a horrible prick in here. So they're all just behind the scenes like clinking their glasses and smoking their vapes, I guess. Uh, and just doing, you know, just like, oh yeah, we're screwing everybody over and that awesome. Yeah. Isn't it awesome? And then they, but they do it, you know, in a way that with sparring dialogue that I like. And then it's like, oh, you're screwing people over. I only I can screw people over this much. And then, like, oh, we can both screw people over. No, I need to win. I need to have all the screwing over power. I'm just like, this is wonderful. This is just a wonderful thing to watch. Like, it's it's so highly entertaining. Like that's it's, it's a, like I said, it's tailor made for me. 
uh, and all of, all of these characters really just like even like even like Fran who doesn't do a lot. I wasn't expecting to really enjoy her character because she is kind of just she like a doesn't do fiddle. a lot. She's just like the but sidekick she, that kind of is like along for the ride. That's like if Marla didn't have Fran though, she wouldn't have been able to get back because she's Fran is like the last uh, the last uh, associate standing because she loses. She loses uh, Dr. Karen, and uh, and then uh, Sam, the director of the... The rehab the, hospital or whatever. The, yeah, yeah. The, the, the little uh, community Almost. gets... He gets tased, and I'm sure he doesn't want to be in on the schemes anymore. Uh, and, that, like, and then also... Yes, he does. Peter... He, that didn't bother him at all. He's, he's terrible. But we don't he's see him anymore. Do exactly the same thing. But we don't see him anymore. So, like, it's, it's about, like he's, he's taken out. Like, when, when, uh, when Dean, the, the lawyer, loses in court, and then P- Peter Dickwich thirst about him, he's been eliminated from the, from the thing. And then hit, when uh, Scoot McNary goes to jail he's been eliminated so they're each like losing their pawns and stuff going all the way to i killed you no i killed you and like well we both kill each other or uh but we'll get to the or at the end uh characters are i think like a four or five um yeah super strong super love love these performances uh i love our love our protagonists and antagonists who they can just because they're a protagonist and antagonist can still both be villains that's okay so uh, visual and sound. Uh, other uh, anything else? Addition to the haircuts uh, or wigs? Yes, uh, I guess. <laughs> actually, yes. <laughs> what else we got? <laughs> what was what was up with the tooth scene? Like she had her tooth and she put it in milk okay. and then she put it back in. What the heck was that? I think she just wanted to keep her tooth, and that's part that's of the part it. I Are you serious? I yeah. thought for a second, I, like maybe she like put a diamond in there, so I can. I thought so snow. too. No. That's part of the part I would have cut. I agree with you there fully. That's why the uh, yeah, that's like, for me in the plot. She put that it in milk totally... to conserve like the calcium of it. Like what the heck? That's what you do. That's what you do with your yep. teeth. And then we see her. She gets the t- tooth put back in. I think the whole yeah, like so briefly, like, like at the dentist, like in and out, tooth in, and then like on to the next thing. That was the weirdest thing to me. It was part of her whole. I think it's supposed to be like her part of her whole. She won't quit or lose or give up. Like like she won't. You didn't. You didn't knock my tooth out. I I got like it's right here. Like you didn't. That, okay, that, that is the dumbest explanation. The dumbest thing ever. I don't know. <laughs> I, you can't win with me on that one. Like I would have cut it like, out too. Okay, I, fine. I would have cut it out too. I don't think. I think it's one of my least favorite parts of this. Yeah, but I think that's what they were going for. Yeah, I think you're right. But I I I really thought there was a diamond in there, and she just somehow like <laughs> did that off scene. That would have made more sense than just like, and I, I you know I got hit by a car and dropped in the river, and look, I only lost my tooth somehow. Like no concussion, no bruising, no nothing else. Just so I guess I whacked my jaw and my tooth fell out, and that's the only thing bad that happened to me. I think, I think it was when, he, when he, he hit her in the face. Yeah, when he punched yeah, when her. Uh, after that, he punched her in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, still, the visuals of like her almost dying but still making it out alive without one scratch on her is very unbelievable. Fran, like... Yeah, you hate, you hate that stuff. <laughs> Fran getting the yeah. shit kicked out of her, yet still alive, like, just... The, the, these guys are, like, would not leave anyone alive. Like, they are killers. That's what they do. There's no way they would leave Fran Especially laying Fran, there. Yeah, yeah exactly. still alive. Like, th- that. that is dumb. I thought it was dumb when Peter was still alive, and then I realized that was part of the plot, so fine, that makes sense. But, but she left him <sighs> in a place where he could easily be killed in the middle of a road. 
naked. I mean, oh yeah, he could he, he could have died. Been run over yeah. by a, he could have died, but that wouldn't have been part. That wasn't part of her plan. I mean, she had this whole plan. She told Fran that she had the plan, and then Fran's like, "You're right. Let's do that instead. Whatever their plan is, because because that's Fran my job. just does whatever Marla says, exactly. no matter what, because she has exactly. like no backbone or, or nothing to her." It works out for her. Well, yeah, because that's how it was written. It works out for her. Tremendously for her, because, again, she probably <laughs> got, like, half the company. <laughs> that's probably true. <laughs> when we get to the, yeah, what the, the ending ending is. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I could probably think of so many things to shit on about the visuals, but those were the... That and the haircut were the, the, <laughs> biggest, the biggest ones. The haircut. I, I can't do it. <laughs> um i'm i'm gonna give this a two because there's there's nothing memorable there's nothing like man i really loved when that happened it was really cool how they did that if anything like not many things made sense no one died when they should have died the tooth scene just pissed me off i, I don't know nothing to glorify <laughs> to me hey, well, okay i actually like the way that this movie is filmed with the exception of i don't know why they're whatever they're filming like in the suburbs of Boston, they feel the need to do like a drone overshoot of cars driving down a road where there's trees on the side. And then you could sort of see Boston in the background. Uh, I think that's in every show I've ever, or every movie I've ever seen about that has Boston as a backdrop. Um, aside from that, I really liked how that's what was engaging for me in this movie is about how things look just like when, um, when uh, Jennifer had to, was going to the facility and there were all the people greeting her and the way that that looked. And that was all from her perspective that it looked so like, uh, I don't know, Stepford wifey where everybody's got huge giant smiles on their faces and, and they're panning around and then somebody's offering her like a small treat and then she's trying to get out and there they are still there with their balloons kind of waving at her. And uh, there's a lot of like face on activity. The pieces I don't like are, I think, the same pieces that Jess doesn't like, um, and maybe for different reasons. The whole car situation where her car goes over a road, through a barrier, down into a, what is that, place where people jump when, you know, like a pit. Bridge? Of water. No, it was like, like a, it was like a... It was a pit of water. I don't know. Um, like a sand pit. but with, It doesn't matter what it was. But she goes underwater. Okay, first of all, she's been knocked out, A. But B, this woman vapes through the whole movie. So there's no way that she's <laughs> holding her breath for the four minutes that it takes for her to get out of the car by using her little spindly legs to, you know. Good thing she had her tennis shoes on this time because otherwise she was wearing like ridiculously high heels. So she had her tennis shoes on at the right time. And, um, you know, kicked out that back window and then got up to the top. And oh, thank goodness that 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 worked out for her. Um, but I think but right after that, there's a scene I really like where she's just walking down the road and there's a car and it doesn't stop. And she just keeps walking to this gas station where she walks in and she's like soaking wet. And she just picks up some clothes and she like, dresses Don't forget right the milk. milk for the tooth. Yeah, she has to get the milk for the tooth. <laughs> Never forget um, the milk. Yeah. <laughs> Never forget the milk. 
forget. I and I like the tooth thing because I think the tooth thing just really you like the tooth thing. I like the tooth thing. Well, I don't believe the tooth thing. Let's start from that. If you're gonna get punched in the mouth, I don't think your tooth is just gonna come out directly at the roots, like so clean. Like (laughs) your tooth just came out. I think it um, got loosened and she pulled it out when she got out of the lake. She kind of like did a final yank, like it was loose. Saw that, but it was barely a yank. It was just sort of like a. I'm gonna pull this out. Um, Plus, like, if you pull a tooth out like that, you're, like, if you've ever had your wisdom teeth taken out, your mouth is just going to swell and it never happened to you her. Got some, you got some, yeah, you got some swelling, you got some blood going on. Um, <laughs> she didn't have a whole lot of that. But I like the thought of it because it just basically, it puts her in a different category of badass, like, just, you know, oh, you, Brennan's right. She, They're not going to take my tooth. Are you kidding me? I don't care. I'm going to go. And, right. The yeah. fact that she knows how to, you know, keep her tooth healthy enough to go back to the dentist. I don't think that, I don't know that that was a wasted scene. I kind of like that because that kind of showed her badassery. I did pay attention to the music a lot and the background uh, noises and things were mostly satisfying and they were interesting choices. I think a couple of times it was really annoying. There was like this beeping or honking sound and I didn't like that, but it wasn't, it almost interrupted the flow sometimes. So I thought that it was kind of overdone. Um, having said that, I'm going to go ahead and give this part of the movie a 3-5. Uh, I really actually, the music, which we haven't talked about at all, I, it, this is like my kind of soundtrack. I wish more movies had this synthy, electronic-y soundtrack. It's really underused. Like, there aren't that many like projects that have... Uh, like like uh, Stranger Things comes to mind where they have that weird like synthiness throughout the whole thing, and like I, I like more of that kind of soundtrack. Sometimes I get I get bored with the same old string orchestral. Like I don't need the yeah. It, it wasn't feels... that at all. Yeah. No, that that feels a little played out, and like it needs to be more specific to certain types of movies. Now th- this feels more contemporary, and like I I like the whole sound uh the whole sound behind it. Uh, DJ Shadow is did part of the music, and he's a artist I really like, and I noticed that at the end the some of his songs were playing over the the ending part, yeah. so I really liked all that. Good montage at the end, by the way. I always love those montages. Uh, <laughs> and then like the like, just so, a couple of like scene setups throughout here are just so. When she first takes Jennifer away, all the way to when Jennifer is alone sitting in a room, like yeah. just that five minute sequence is just so wonderful. Like it's just so it's so startling. And I, yeah, I, someone who loved who loved this and was so into it, like I was still verklempt watching. I was like, oh my god, like that is just. Oh, I can't believe she's doing. I can't believe she's doing it. I can't believe all of these powers are not just fine with her doing it, but actively helping her do it. Like it's 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 a and it it's so great. That's why I had to read the whole article this is based on. I'm like, how much is this right? And then I looking reading the article. Yeah. Like, oh my god, it's even more. Even there's even more stuff in like there was the main article is about this couple that were uh, they were retired and they lived a nice simple life and they had saved enough money for a house and the main woman in the article basically does what this woman does and by the end that you find out that they spent years in a facility heavily medicated uh, they the the woman the the wife got really sick and then when she finally got caught like years and years and years and years into her deal all they didn't get any of their money back and they now live in like a small bedroom in their daughter's house and like that happened to a bunch of people. The the best part about the article, real quick, diverging from the movie, was uh, they were talking about uh, like funeral stuff, like what they do like, with the funeral expenses, and she would charge all these crazy amounts for funeral expenses. And when they f- uh, 
finally got got arrested and they found one of her storage lockers, there were 27 urns with human remains in there for ones that she had, you know, done funeral services. She just left them in a fucking storage unit somewhere. A, that was like one of the craziest things. Like a trophy thing? Like how killers, like, keep, like, something <laughs> from their victims? It was like... Kind of like how you have a bunch of pictures on the wall of your marks and you have little stickers denoting, like, how much money you can get from them yeah, for like certain that. things. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, it's so wonderful to watch though. Like it's it's one of the most. That's another satisfying image is when she has the all of the pictures in her office and they have the little stickers and she's like, oh, I gotta cash this one out. He already died. Like, god damn it! Now I gotta now I gotta pay his stupid kids. And uh, I thought I was gonna milk him for a little more. And then at the you know at the end when she has a much larger wall, that's a very satisfying moment. Yeah, there's a lot of oh, good. Oh no, visual. no, there's a really satisfying moment coming up though. But okay, yeah. I, I don't, I kind of, uh, yeah, the Dynamo. You're going to disagree is, with me, but that's okay. It's, it's, it's still good. Like, I still like it because I like the character in it, and I like the it, it kind of uh, tragedy all the way around. So, um, visual and sound is like um, like a four, I think. Uh, I, I there are, There's some really good stuff in here. It's not the most standy out kind of stuff, but it's really like my kind of like style with the music and uh, a lot of, a couple of good montages, a couple of really strong scenes. Um so this ending then, after he, uh, uh, Roman kill, tries to kill Marla, and she narrowly gets away with Fran, and then Marla and Fran kill Roman, and he narrowly survives that. Uh, that Marla confronts Roman and says, you know, after he, she's been appointed uh, his, Eagle guardian. Uh, his guardian, which is a... So, a step too far for me. Like there's a, this this uh, the whole from her almost being murdered to them getting this idea to join forces. There are stuff I would cut in there. It's some of my least favorite stuff in here. Um, and there, and in a lesser movie, I would compl- I would pick like the stuff that bothers you, Jess. That's more nitpicking that I would do more if I didn't already like the movie so much. It's stuff I can overlook because the first hour is so good that like I just like and I, and I like seeing these two warring factions. That those are problems that are more of holding it back from being like one like you know five stars across the board rather than something that's tanking it for me. And so they're at the end here. Then uh, she's the legal guardian. She wants her ten million payout, and Roman's like, "Oh, we could do that, or and I have a different idea. We could team up. You know, you got a good little uh, got a good little racket going, but it's small potatoes. Not really. You know, you're make you're trying to get ten million. How does a couple billion sound? It's like I have all the money and I have all these resources. You've got a pretty good connection system going here. Let's start our own." little empire where they have all these different pharmaceutical and retail arms and they're going to create a giant multi-conglomerate uh, guardian company and that is what they do in a nice little montage scene where we see them <laughs> now working together uh, jennifer gets released i don't know how she feels about this whole thing but if she's anything like her yeah. son she doesn't well if she's anything like her son she's probably fine with it because these two people tried to murder each other several times and as long as they're making money they are okay uh, so uh, Marla ends up on forty under forty, and she's got this. Oh, she's getting interviewed. She gets her new haircut. She's got a huge wall <laughs> of all her of all her trophies, uh, and things are going great for her. And at the end, we see Bacon Blair's character Feldstrom from the very beginning. The one of the early people she screwed over is stewing in the parking lot as she's leaving her building, and he shoots her, and it kills her right through the heart. One shot. I know Jess likes one. People get shot one time and they die. So she, uh, <laughs> she 
she because that because when you get shot once, you always die. Uh, and right. then she she the dies in the par- she dies in the parking lot. Fran and uh, Fran holding her and crying, and uh, with cuts of her interview shown throughout. And then uh, we get a couple of like little lines on the screen at the end talking about uh, people screwing people over in real life. And that's the end of this movie. It's uh it's uh she makes it, but she is also murdered by one of the early people she screwed over. So that is the end of I Care a Lot, Resonance and Feel, Mama K. Thank God there was the denouement that you feel kind of okay about because otherwise it's still good. It's not. I was, it's not how I would end it, but it's still good. Otherwise, I would be super mad at this movie uh, because I don't like this woman at all, and I'm really glad the person that got the the you know the vengeance out on her was this small character that we see at the beginning i did a little bit of looking around after i watched the movie to kind of see what people were saying about it and apparently there's a bunch of people that are like i don't really understand what happened at the end i'm like well did you watch the beginning because <laughs> this guy was at the beginning of the movie yeah he's and the, yeah what, what goes around comes around here in this in this situation and i realize this man's gonna go to jail for murder for the rest of his life uh which kind of makes me sad too but um i like that he's the most likable character him (laughs) he's uh he's your most likable character the murderer the one who yells uh no i still think i still think jennifer (laughs) is probably my most the most likable character only because we don't really know whether she was just the mom of the mobster or whether she was like the big like queen of the mob so i prefer to think of her as just being like the mom of the mobster who really knows how to choke oh, someone nice. out, which I, which I appreciate. <laughs> yeah. um, the nice mom just to let mobster. you know, right. And just to let you know that, you know, I feel like I could probably choke someone out like that. So Brennan, keep that in mind. Um, I wasn't going to do so, this to you. <laughs> not to you, but now that you've seen the film, but there's plenty of people out there who've not seen the film. That's um, too much work to do. It is. I mean, Okay, you have to admire you have to admire this woman's work ethic. Uh, that's yeah. another pro- a little bit of a problem I have with the movie is that you know we see a lot of her and everything and that's great, but we don't really know. I mean, we know that Peter Dinklage's character is a mobster, but he just has this really great office building and these people working for him. We don't really know what he's doing besides money laundering, I guess, and smuggling. I guess we do know that he is he has mules that are coming into the country. It just seems yep. like that's not something that you, you know, you kind of want to lay low if you're doing that kind of stuff. You don't want to have this whole big glass building that you're living in. So, resonance and feel. Uh, I'm going to think about this movie because um, I'm of the age where this could happen to people I might know. Um <laughs> I'm going to think about it. I like that it's a really, it's, it's different and it's a new, it's a different take. It's not the same old, same old everything, but it's got a little bit of everything that you kind of like in it. You know, it's got action. It does have comedy twice. I kind of chuckled. Um, I was not smiling like a maniac at the screen the whole time, but um, grinning, I did grinning very ch- wide. <laughs> uh, I don't, how many times on this, on this, films with the women in my life have i said i don't know what i've done what did i do what did i do wrong what what have i what have i done um <laughs> half dozen i believe that a it, dozen. Yeah. i think at least half a dozen yeah and this is one of those times um so resonance and feel i i don't feel anything but anger toward these people um so i'm not gonna have the feel but i'm gonna have the resonance because it's really interesting and it's it's a close uh 
subject matter. So I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to give it a three. All right. What do you got, Jess? Um, so when I was like 20 minutes away from the end, I was like, I wonder how this is going to end. Um, because, again, Marla and Jennifer are my two favorite characters or like or my two only favorite characters. So I was like, <laughs> do I want Marla to win or do I want Jennifer to win? I would have been satisfied um, either way. But again, I'm, I'm glad they creatively kind of made them win together and then Marla lost just because I guess she had it coming for her from the start. Right. So I, I do appreciate that. It was a creative ending. Um, it really could have gone either way, but I, I like the, the mergedness to it. Other than that, this does not resonate with me um, much whatsoever. I'm probably going to forget about it and wish that I, I didn't waste my time watching this. Oh. So t- I give it a two. Yeah, but you forget about everything, so I don't take that too too offensively. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I uh, you know, I, I think the ending they went with is a smarter ending for audiences, and f- because and because it's done, it's the guy at the beginning who who's silently freaking out, and he it's and he's throwing uh, the water cooler, and he's getting tackled, and. And he's the guy at the end who does it, and it's an actor I really like, which helps. Uh, that that makes it this ending okay for me. Like that, that's why I'm like, oh, it's a, it's like a, tr- it's a, it's a f- tragedy. Uh, it's because she's finally made it, and then she gets she gets bit by a by a small thing from before, like some small insignificant person she would you know probably never th- didn't even think about after that day. That that ended it so it's got like that poeticness to it i i i I like it as a story justice i like this i like it from a storytelling aspect like that uh but i you know i i just want to of course i just want to see marlo and roman's empire i I was i was like are we gonna get a sequel where marlo and roman fight an even bigger bad guy are they gonna fight like like merc or pfizer or something like are they gonna go dr fauci i mean what do you want to see like they're gonna fight the cdc I would love to, yeah. I'd love to watch them fight bigger companies and fight go- like governments to get policies passed that make their corruptness even better. Like that is Jeez, that's a movie I'm Brennan. I'm very interested in. That movie, if anyone is listening who can make that get going, like uh, uh, a spiritual sequel to this, I would really appreciate. But as a contained story, the ending works, and I, I still like it for that. It's a movie that I'm going to watch again now that I'm not doing my 500 movie challenge anymore. I'm still watching quite a few, but I feel the uh, ability to go back and rewatch things I really enjoyed, and this is one of those. Uh, I give The Residence of Feel a 4-5. Four, 4-5. Five. Four, five. Wait, why aren't you doing your 500 challenge? I already did it last year, and it's just it's it's a, it's a lot to do. I, I got I finished it. Would be redundant. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I was like, if I try to top it, I'm like, I, I just don't. I'm not gonna have the time. I got a lot of other stuff going on this year. It's a little busier than last year, so. Uh, but I, I've still Let seen. Let me ask like, you, Brennan, did you like this movie better than Gone Girl, or Gone Girl better than this? I like this better. Gone Girl's a better oh, movie. Really? But I, Love yeah. Gone Girl. Gone Girl is a way better movie, but I like yeah. this more okay, because good. Gone Girl lacks levity. Gone Girl, like I need some levity in this. I, I need it to be a dark comedy, even if it's extremely dark and extremely like acidic characters. Gone Girl is just so <laughs> it's so heavy and dark all the time. It doesn't. Uh, there's there's not a lot of levity in Gone Girl, which is I, I appreciate that more. But I think Gone Girl is a better constructed movie, even if the second half isn't quite as good as the first. Cool. Um. Good. So yeah. Yeah, uh, so that's that's our I care a lot. Um, you guys gonna recommend it? Start with Jess. Um, nope, I'm not gonna recommend it. 
was not a movie for me. I could tell from the start. It wasn't like it got bad or good or bad or good. I think it was consistently not my take on it. There, I mean, I like two characters, so it wasn't miserable watching it, but definitely nothing I would want to rewatch or recommend. Mama K? I'm going to shockingly recommend this movie because I what think it's heck? really... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I you, you more... say you don't like this, but you're giving a lot of like three fives, and like that's pretty that's pretty good reading. I no, like I, I don't. I don't. The whole premise of the movie makes my skin crawl. That does not mean it's a bad movie or that I. It's uh, the I I fully recognize that these terrible people exist in in real life. So. I get that part, but I just think that this is, it, it's such a different film than what most people would watch. I mean, so many people are just, you know, you keep watching the same thing over and over again, and you're not challenging yourself to watch something new or interesting. And I think this is interesting. You really do have to do, for me, I, you have to do the disconnect with the fact that it's a terrible, reprehensible thing that they're doing, and these people should be shot on sight. But besides that, besides that, that's what making blurred is. <laughs> no, I just think it's I think it's well made and I think the ending for me the ending makes up for it somewhat. The fact that, you know, she gets her just desserts. Not everybody gets theirs because they all sort of need it, but you know, she totally gets her just desserts. Yeah, I, I, I highly recommend this. Um it's getting mix it's getting super high not super high, like fairly high critic and like middling uh user, which makes enough sense to me because I think some people will it's interesting. You guys have different, like we all kind of have three diff, pretty different, distinct takes on this. Because yes. I, I'm in love with it. Well, okay, you don't like the subject, but you, they, you respect the inventiveness and the it's an interesting topic and it's and the pretty filmmaking. well done. Yeah. And then yeah. and then just just could never get into it and like just you know, other than the lead performance didn't have much to grasp onto. So yeah, you get that. I think those are three distinct takes, and you you know who you tend to side with as far as your own personal tastes, and you can make your decision from there. So. Two recommends of different types and one not recommend of another type uh, for I Care A Lot. <laughs> and that's that's I Care A Lot. So, uh, I care a lot about this movie. It's quite good. She does not uh, care at all. Ugh. I need the it's sequel. Her, it's her job to care. All right? <laughs> she tells you that. Uh, so, we got more uh, <laughs> more new movies coming up. Thankfully, streaming is going to keep pumping stuff out. Some theaters are hanging on. And HBO Max is allowing us to see new theater streaming hybrid movies so we're entering a new era yeah. and hopefully we'll it's so we'll, weird it's a it's you know it's we're cutting edge we started that we started this on the end of the movie past days and now we're entering a whole another yeah. the film industry is changing and uh, we're, we're here for it so we're also gonna take another listener suggestion coming up uh this month we have planned as well as our usual host pick so all kinds of different shows so if you have anything to recommend to us films with the women in my life on facebook reach out to me on instagram i am brennan underscore podhost probably get a new tournament up in a week or two took a break from that because it is nice. more work than you thought but uh oh if i haven't say congrats to nicole nicole dominated the tournament she got the most points her team won again yay nicole back, back to back champion nicole, nicole. Yeah, Tenet almost made it. Tenet almost made it to the end. It was it was a close one all the way up. I had I was hanging Whatever. on by a thread, but uh, yeah, Whatever. but Nicole dominated again. Uh, and uh, uh, was our last place? Oh, the email. Uh, you can email us with questions and suggestions. Films with the women at gmail .com. That's it. Thank you guys for being on. For I care a lot. Thank you. You're welcome. Even though next I do time, not just... care a lot about this. It's <laughs> uh, uh, pretty good. Till next time, this is Brennan Sarayoff saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies.
Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore Podhost, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies. Thank <laughs> you.